Lights, camera, action. In a studio where local filmmakers talk to other filmmakers about the inside world of film. Cut. That's not the script. F*** it. We'll fix it in post. Do you wonder how films are produced and what really goes on behind the scenes? Well, stand by. Filmmakers Kevin Mumphrey, Victoria V.A. Jones, and Carson Hype Ferguson explain all the details. Right here on F*** It, we will fix it in post podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever you're listening, I thank you for doing so. I am Kevin Mumphrey. Once again, this is We Will Fix It in Post. I have my colleagues, Karsten Hype Ferguson. Yeah. Victoria V.A. Jones. What's going on? Now, today we're going to talk about film adaptations. What is a film adaptation, you ask? It's the transfer of a work or a story in whole or in part to a feature film. Now, you may see some of these film adaptations come from video games more prevalently now comic books or plays, but most common common form of a film adaptation usually comes from novels and books. So today I wanted to talk about what is it about novels in particular that works for the film? But as I start, I wanted to introduce a friend of the podcast who is also diving into the world of podcasting herself as one of the hosts of Four Friends and a Book Podcast. Welcome to welcome back, Kimberly Lake. How are you doing? Good. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming back. So when you think of like, I'll, I'll ask Kim first. So what is uh, a book that has become a film that you can kind of think of as a favorite? I don't have to think because it's my favorite film of all time. And it's The Color Purple. That oh. I think that is so, the best adaptation from a book to a film. So, you know, they're doing the remake, the remake of it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just saw Oprah calling people and let them know they got it. So I'm excited to see it. But it's a classic, so I don't want to mess it up. But right. that's my favorite book to film. It's The Color Purple. Right. So, Because I thought they were doing a play. Right. There was already a play. The, so the stage, they're taking the stage play. Well, right. It's got remixed. They remixed the remix. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, they're, they're literally, literally like all of them who are who were in the play are in the movie. I think. Yeah, like Fantasia and all. Yeah, um, Danielle Brooks is in it. Then mm-hmm. yeah. Who hey, who played who played Whoopi's character? Fantasia. Ooh. I may want to see this. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's gonna be good. And then um, I forgot the guy who's playing uh, Danny Glover's character. It, oh, who? Mister. Oh, Mister. <laughs> who's play- oh i want to know who's I, fr- play- I know who it is i forgot his name what is his name no, i can't do it now i'm on live uh um, w- what is his name you i want to say name. donald glover just just to be silly but that's probably not it <laughs> but he would be a good he would be a good pick what he you, would what if he was he have his chest out like this is america <laughs> all in your area no <laughs> no the more i think about it the the, the funnier that that sounds to me <laughs> you can look up the cast like they've announced the cast oh i'm looking up this cast now because now that you brought it up i guess to know who's playing Do- playing yeah. i keep <laughs> see they showed me the old cast i'm trying to see the new say it's supposed to come out in 2022 right 24 yeah in a couple years i think what is it 20 what, what we is- in 22 so it's supposed to come out in 23 i don't look at me i ain't got the answers 
I ain't got I none of that. Right. I ain't got none of the answers you see. <laughs> I'm like, what year is it? Yeah, I'm seeing 2023. Right, so that's when it's supposed to come out. It's supposed to come out next year. See, there's, see, there's a whole lot of reading there. They ain't do. Oh, so, so they they already did it already. What you mean? Like if it's no, no they just announced the cast. Now they might go into production next month. I heard that they were gonna cast like her. And I she's don't know in it. who this she's dude is. In it. Yeah. So what what role is she gonna be? She's the um. Well, y'all asking too many questions. I, I'm saying I told you I don't have the I don't have the answer. You see. part of this. Like so so anybody that know more than me. I like yo like uh, please please enlighten. Uh, her her is going to be in it. Uh, Taraji P is going to be in it. Taraji's playing Shug. Uh, Harpo, yeah. Corey Hawk Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, Mister is played by this brother looks smooth. Coleman. <laughs> Domingo, he yeah, you. I've seen him before. I just can't remember right. what I seen him in. Well, name, name like Domingo. I'm like, yo, what, what, what's going on? So, anyway, Danielle Brooks is playing Sophia. I, right. So her is in it, and she's playing. What's to say her? Her squeak. Yeah. Her is in this. Oh my god. Kevin, don't be that surprised. I, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm rather surprised because her wasn't even a face a few years ago. Kevin's like, I like her. I do. No, I just no. like I didn't know how she looked. Nice try. No, that, just, that uh, just, just, just me. Okay. Just me. That. Anyways, Kim. That didn't land. Back but, to Kim. Uh, okay. <laughs> how, do, how do you How do you feel about them doing it? As far as I'm the excited film, because I love the film, and I think with the new cast, it'll introduce the film to a new generation of people because the story's so great. And I know people younger, like than me, like my niece and stuff, they ain't stunning. Will be Goldberg and all them. So if they see her and you know Taraji, right. people they see now, I think it'll keep the story alive for generations to come. Right. They damn sure ain't sweating Whippy Goldberg after this. Yo, <laughs> yo. So, so I wasn't gonna say nothing. We ain't gonna talk about that. Look, sorry, Whippy. Sorry. I, I wouldn't. I, look, 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 look. I'm gonna tell it. I was thinking it. I am going to tell we, it. We, so how do you how do you think is this movie's gonna bode well with her with that all whole thing that happened? I think she. I think she'll be fine. I think she'll be fine. I mean, like, look, 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 you got you got one other news story or whatever in, in a news cycle, and then that's gone. And by the time the film comes out, right? Yeah. she'd have been talked about it. Are you sure they still talking about Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl? Man, that was... Nobody that, that was a, care that was about a, that. That was a different time. <laughs> and it's, it's the Super Bowl. No, no, that's a, that's a whole different situation. A breast to do a whole lot more than just some words. Really? Absolutely. What? Mm. What? You you missed that part. Yeah, we should probably move. No, on. no. I know about the Super Bowl. <laughs> I saw it live. I did too, and my TV messed up right as it happened. Mm. That, oh, oh, that, oh! You you like you gonna pull the Justin Timberlake excuse? No, right. no. My I'm TV. A, I'm gonna have you naked for the end of this song, and then the wardrobe malfunction like right there. Okay. No, my TV literally messed up as that part happened. Mm. I just didn't. heard people. I know everybody else's TV worked, but mine at that moment. I got rid of that TV the next day. But let me ask you all a, all a question. What, take a guess on which authors had their had the most works made into film? Mm-mm, I don't know. Stephen King. Um, what's the other cat? Um, the um, the dude uh, to be doing the, uh, the Jack Reachers and all that stuff. Um, Tom, Cl- Tom Clancy. Stephen King's a good guess. Stephen King, Tom Clancy, and there's another cat that's like super prolific. They're not like a lot of people like talk about now, but he was like big, big back in the day. Hmm. I can't remember. 
that's not it, but that is a he Stephen King is I guess you would say li- the living author who has his most work into film. But actually it's William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, he's he's hmm. had a Bollywood film. What yeah. Um uh, yeah, play a film from Japan. He's he's had films all over the world. So, but he's had over four hundred, yeah, four hundred and ten of his works turned into film. Four hundred and ten. Yep. Wow. Mm. I mean, I don't even have a comment. I was just that's just a lot. <laughs> like second place, I don't even. I couldn't even pronounce the dude or the guy was second place, but he was like three hundred and twenty. Oh, you talking about like okay? Right. So who's third? Oh, I couldn't pronounce that name either. I know Steven. <laughs> I knew Steven Spielberg was in there. Is but that a top like, ten? No, it was like he was like top five. Oh, oh yeah. he he better be top five. But I'm saying out of the list mm. of a top ten or top five, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. let me ask you all this: So, what do you think makes a what makes a book good a good candidate to turn into a film? I'll go with you, Kim. You're you're the oh. book expert here. Oh, <laughs> I think it has to have. A- you know, a film, the story is everything. So I feel like having that good story, when I read a book and I can really imagine and immerse myself in it, that's when I know like, oh, this would be a good film because it becomes alive to me when I read it. Usually when it does that, that lets me know it would be a good film. Now, like so many books, and I I hate to use this book as an um, example, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Like it has... I feel like I've used that a few times on this podcast as like an example. Hey, we know where his mind is. I'm a freak, so <laughs> I don't deny it. But that book had like that book, it carried like a fan base to it. Is um do you think there's something that if the book doesn't necessarily carries a fan base with it, you think it could still kind of carry it to making a good film? Yeah, because think about like Harry Potter, that had like a cult following or all those kind of was Lord of the Rings a book? Yes. 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 Yeah. It was. So I think when you have that built-in following fan base as well, that usually will spur it to be a great film. So. But having that fan base, do you think it it almost kind of creates a pressure for like a like a director or filmmaker? I think yes, because people have high expectations, and I remember the Twilight. Not not Twilight. The oh, Twilight. The the Hunger Games. There we go. Oh, okay, okay. Out. I was like, yo, that, that's a big difference. Twilight and Hunger Games. Right. I was like, wait, you know. it, it ain't Twilight. Hunger yeah. Games. Even with the casting, like, it was so much pressure. Because I know one of their characters, Rue, was a little black girl. And in the film, like, people were like, it should have been a little white girl casted in that. And it was just so much pressure, even on the casting. So I think having a fan base is good because you have a built-in audience for your film but it's bad because i think they have higher expectations than the average person so i didn't read her games so when i went into it i i enjoyed the film for what it was but if you were into it i think you would nitpick it a bit more so that's more pressure for a director i mean why like why the i say the the lovers of the book why such a high expectation because they love the book like when you love something, I think you spend your time. They probably have read it several times. They probably follow the uh, the real author. If it's so immersed in their real life, I think it's a lot more at stake for them watching it and being let down if it's, it doesn't live up to their expectation. 
what I tend to worry about it is because you have so many like people like t- different readers have different um like you you like a great book it kind of like your imagination you you may have a a view of how these people look like or how they talk like or like how the story is in your imagination and then how it is on film you're dealing with the director's imagination the producer's budget uh what the actor thinks so it's so many like different cooks in the kitchen it almost will make it harder to kind of make it a success mm-hmm. that's true that's a fair point so yeah i mean it's kind of like a catch-22 because you have the good story and the fan base built in but yeah there is that added pressure that probably wouldn't be there if it was an original film so so you've always heard this adage the uh the book was always better than the film so when you hear that, like, what what movie do you think of when you go, I, the book was just better? I think The Color Purple because, <laughs> look, it's one, <laughs> my favorite film. But I think because with the book, you have more time. Like, film, what you got, I mean, a good two hours max to tell a story. But with the book, you can tell so much more detail, go into, like, backstory and all that stuff. So I think The Color Purple is a good example of that, in my opinion. Right. I can't even think of. Uh, Wait, did know. you say two hours? What's color purple? No. <laughs> what? I'm saying usually when you have a film, you got a good two hour max to tell your story. Right. But a book, I mean, you could you got you could be at thousand pages. Oh, I was so. say like, uh, are we are films even being uh two hours now? Yeah, you still of, have films that are two hours long outside of Marvel. Uh, yeah. I yeah, so. you still have films that are two hours long. Okay, I'm always thinking like hour, hour thirty, something like that. There I am. There I go back. There we go. Go back. <laughs> Fix it in post. We, we're trying, trying not to call to attention you. to it. We're trying but, not hey, to call it attention to it. It is what it is. Like, move, like, move it there. Move I'm, it that way. I'm, there, I'm, you like, uh, uh, there you go. There you go. And your finger in my <laughs> shot. Get out of my shot, man. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I like you. You know how you know how I go, Kim. Like uh, we we over here. We uh, we tripping. Hey, we trying to be professionals, but it ain't working <laughs> out. And that's why it's called Fix It in Post. Y'all gonna why see you it in the middle me? of the post. No, 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 get it in the camera. Don't fix. Oh, oh, that's our name. My bad. <laughs> I, 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 I start, I'm looking at you because you were the one who was supposed to fix my camera. And then you were just over there, Kevin. Look, I, I'm talking, so I wouldn't really. <laughs> oh, no, God. Leave me alone. Oh, man. So, do you think. Um, like, do y'all think like put making a book and turn it into a film? Does it help? Let's say the publishing industry. Publishing. Yeah, like, book book publishers. Uh I I don't think I think it helps the film industry more because right. when you write the book and you, I guess you don't know if it's gonna pop off and be a hit. So I think when it's a really good book and it has like a cult following and a large fan base, it. Uh, helps Hollywood more because they have more to gain from it. So I think it's Hollywood that benefits more than the book publishing industry. Right, especially if that that movie sucked. You think somebody's going to go and try to read the book? Now, if the (laughs) movie's really, really, really good, you're going to be like, okay, let me go go read this book, even if you're not a book reader. But that's just a toying cost, right? And if the book's good and the movie sucked, you already paid for the movie. Right. Well, the book should be good. So, like, if the book sucks and the movie's good, what's going on? 
Make it right. I, I mean, that's just a change oh, you want to take, though. That's that's when the, uh, I guess the, the screenwriter was like, "Yeah, I think I can change this a bit." They, they, they be like, they be like, "Yo, this is trash right here." Like this. <laughs> yeah, this, this right here. Mm, I'm gonna have to do something. Yeah, with page one hundred to three twenty. We don't even need that. Delete. Or you just re rewrite it. That's that's what you do. You, you don't rewrite the book. No, I'm saying the pages that aren't good. I mean, all right. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as dialogue, which is something I hate writing, you think like it the book books are better at like dialogue than say film? Again, I think they are because you can go into a lot more detail. I think that's just the plus side of books. You can expound more on conversations. So on a film, you know, of course, a lot of times on films, the dialogue is important, but also showing and not telling. In a book, you got to tell because it's a book. So right. it's, yeah. I think with the books and the dialogue, it's just more, it's richer. It's, it's just more there. Yo, shout out to books. <laughs> Did you say shout out to books? You heard me. More, more so. Shout out to imaginations, okay? Because right. when you're reading a book, you're you're using your own imagination, okay? Mm-hmm. It doesn't really give you a whole bunch of detail. You just so. gave a shout out to imagination. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, yo, yo. We said what we said. <laughs> <laughs> what do you I, mean? All every creator <laughs> has an imagination. Okay, I yeah, growing I up, I had a big imagination, and that's no, how I, I understand created. that. I just giving it a shout out just feels weird to me at this moment. How does that look, feel look, weird? Look, look, look. I'm looking in the camera right now. I'm looking at you, Kim. Shout out to books. Shout out to imagination. We, we, we need to normalize that. Shout out to books. That's cool. Hey, we look, also need to normalize shout out to imaginations because some people think that they're crazy. Man, when they're giving when they, out too many shout outs. I, 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 like, I like my catchphrase better. I like the imagination, but I, I like uh, like uh, Beyonce's the best ever. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I just know when I win my first award, well, I've won awards, but I'm just saying, when I win my first Did you hear that, did that nice little stunt she just pulled out there? Oh, okay. I've won. But you know. When, when I, I win more. When I win my first big award, that's the first thing I'm gonna say. Shout out to imaginations is what's gonna go. come out of my mouth. I thought she was gonna say books. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's my moment. <laughs> that's when we cut your cut your <laughs> mic off. Look, I'll, I'll be on there. You start playing that music. Look, look I'll be on there like like Shug. I'll be like, I, I'm be in the video dancing. I, <laughs> Listen, hey, Shug don't I, be dancing. A, that's puffy. No, I'm that's, a, that's what you're saying. He said, he said, I'm gonna make sure. Uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna make sure when I uh, go up there, and I'm gonna make sure you're in the crowd, and I'm gonna say, in the crowd, yeah. not on stage. Oh, but he can come the- on. Look, he can come on stage. Okay, <laughs> he gonna be right behind me, and I'm gonna say, shout out the books. All right, there I'm, you go. I'm, I'm gonna get kicked out, <laughs> and that's why you have to stay in the crowd. But so I was looking at like the business of necessarily like how to film get rights to um to a story and just like you would buy the like the life rights to a person when you do a documentary they buy the rights to the story but when they do so they don't necessarily have like the publisher doesn't have rights on how to i say any changes they want to make to the film the only person i've heard that was different is stephen king what he does he doesn't he he takes a little bit of money and he also had he still keeps like a percentage of his rights, so that's why usually if you see a, a film a book that turns into a film of his, is they kind of promote his name with it because he's a part yeah. of the process. 
Now you think there's something more that more like Arthur should kind of fight for? <sighs> Look, I'm kind of torn on this because yeah, if I was an author, I would want a lot of say in my book turning into the film because I would want it to keep that original feel in my intent. But you're a but director as well. If you're an author, you're not a director. And there's just some things that as a director and decisions you have to make that will probably affect the book, but it's better for a film in a way. So I think I'm torn on that. I think having the author on board and supporting it is good, but I still think the director still needs that leeway to use their creative creativity or imagination as VA says. So I'm kind of torn on that. So I think a little bit of each, a little bit in, but not all the way. As an author. So let me try to paint a little picture then. So I need you to put your director hat on for a second. Let's say you're directing the film that's mm -hmm. a film adaptation of a book. And you got the, the author right there with you and director seat right next to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't really see it that way. Uh can we kinda like every every maybe few few takes, he's like, uh, I don't I didn't really really like that. Uh Actually, I think we should kind of change the wording there. Like he's just kind of throwing he or she throwing little kind of tidbits of criticism. Like, mm -hmm. do you think they will be be like very distracting? Oh uh, yeah, I'd be like, I, I think you probably need to go. Uh, <laughs> <the trailer. laughs> you, you can come back later, watch it. You know, be edited. But yeah, that that would be very distracting as a director. You don't sound as um, as as conflicted as you were before. <laughs> No, I was now if they were doing that kind of input, then they get you get on my nerves, you gotta go. But you know, just being, you know, in with the story and the film having some say in that aspect, I think it's okay. It's just not too much. Just a little a tinch, a little bit. So like just they should put their criticism in writing. Yeah. I'll read, <laughs> <it later. laughs> I'll read it later. I'll read it later. <laughs> <laughs> like you got, actually we'll just let you see the film. Right. And, <laughs> You can go talk to other people about what you think. Right. And we can. That, that doesn't sound amusing. <laughs> How would you handle that, VA? I'll kick him off. <laughs> I would use out. Kim used a lot of nice words, okay? <laughs> you ain't got none of them? You got no. I ain't got none of them. Yeah. I mean, people know how I work when I direct. So it's, it's, it's kind of like I... I'm not using yeah, nice so the, words. The, them taps on the shoulder, uh, Miss Jones. Uh, Miss Jones, hey, can, <laughs> you, should, you should probably do that over. I, excuse I, me, excuse me. And you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I, I tell you what I do, let you do. I let you go in your trailer, and I let you read script, and then you come <laughs> back out, and then you let me know what you want to change. So while you doing that, we gonna be doing a whole bunch of stuff out here. We gonna get rid of. <laughs> we gonna get done with all our stuff out here. By the time that person comes back out. Guess what? We're going to be wrapped up for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to say, that's actually a lot nicer than I thought you were going to say. I mean, I'll probably still use some bad words. No, no. The fact that they have a trailer. Oh. I think that's very nice of you. <laughs> like, hey, bro. Hey, you know where you're caught? I need you to go back in there. <laughs> you can sit in the car if you want to. Or you can leave. Either option works perfectly fine for me. But what I don't need you to do is to bring your ass back up in here. Look, listen, it's 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 a lot going on. You, it will be a lot. Going you were just a name I saw in the book. They would probably have to call the police. I'm sick. <laughs>
And it wouldn't be for me. It would be for the author. Especially you're gonna be on you're gonna be on TMZ just TMZ, making TMZ, uh extra, uh the Memphis oh. local news. Oh, it's gonna I'm be from extra. Memphis. Uh <laughs> it'll be um um Oh I oh I would I, I can't wait. Cause I know if if Merle Purvis or anybody else still on Fox Merle, thirteen, Merle Purvis, oh lord, that I will be the top story of the day, boy. They gonna be like, did, uh, did, did she, you she said Merle, yeah, man, that's an old school name. She's still oh, on yeah. there. Oh yeah, it what is. What you talking about? It is an old there. school name, but uh, and she's been on there for a while. She's still on there. I like. I, I heard Merle and I, I want some grits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like yo, yo, my, my, yo. Yeah, no disrespect, no disrespect. So, so the question for you, Carsten, how would you handle that situation if you were directing a movie, Mister Car- Mister Carson, and you Carson? had a, the author st- sitting or standing right next to you, and every single time that y'all would do a scene, they would be like, "Well, they I didn't see it show, that way. Tap, yeah, why, don't, why don't we do it this way, or why don't we do it that that way?" What would you do? We should shoot that over. I, look, I, no, no, I, I got to pull them to the side early because we, we're only going to go through that one time. We're going to do that one time. I'm like, yo, this is my process, man. I was like, yo, you you, you know, I understand you're critiquing all that stuff, but we went through this plan. Because, like, if he's going to be on stage, if he's going to be on set with me, you got to understand how stuff goes. We got chain of command. Yes, you are part of this, but, you know, all the parts, like, become one, like Voltron. You're- but I'm saying... You get on set, but I'm saying they get on set and they Bars. just all those rules that you just explained to them go out the window. No, they don't. No, no. But I'm just no, saying, no, what, what no, if it no, happen? No, no, no. Because it's my set. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> like, yo, dip set. <laughs> I I ain't playing with them. I ain't so, playing with them. Dip set. I um I would give the more um the Temptation movie the the guy who played David Ruffin Leon. Yeah. I would probably use more of his his method. So there's one thing on set. David Ruffin came into the set, and he said, "Yo, he got to go. There's only d- one David Ruffin in here." <laughs> and David Ruffin's like, "I, I got to respect it because that's exactly what I would have said." So for me, I'm David Ruffin. So you got to bounce. <laughs> I need you to go. Oh my god! I'm David Ruffin, and everyone else is Otis. Hey, for real though. And ain't nobody real. coming to see you, Otis. For real though. Dipset. That's your for real though? Okay, Kim. <laughs> Going back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I answered the question. Well, Kevin, what's the next question? So, I got to say, Kim was probably the nicest out of all of us. <laughs> You're definitely the better one of us because none of us had nothing nice. Yeah, Did, but I mean, you, you, I'm going to be as nice as I need to be. And as you need to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, like, some things require escalation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll be as nice as the contract allows. As the contract allows. I thought the contract got the window. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're horrible. <laughs> it would be it will be straight up Fraser Raleigh over here. Do you hear me? <laughs> be on world star. Real, uh, world, yeah, that's what she said. If you, let me get my cell phone out. And they had their cell phones out. You, you gonna have like your, your grips and your- I would have my cell phone out recording myself. I, I can literally see Victoria go, I can either direct this film or your ass whooping. <laughs> Pick one. But I'm directing something today. So which which one do you want? <laughs> you tell them to do the right thing like a spike a spike lee joint, right? Yeah, we'll go with that. 
<laughs> uh, we'll go with has that. a few bars uh, today. Come on, come on, come on. We'll go yeah. with that. Anyways, now with the pop, you know, popularity. Do you think people are like authors when they're writing books now, like or newer authors, because like films can be very um, financially viable. That's a nice word. You you think they write their books with the um, kind of goal of it being put on film? I think some do. Um, we just interviewed an author, and I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Please forgive me. I but do it all the time. She has, she has a good um, two, three books, but she's actually trying to shop her stuff in Hollywood. So I think some people do have that intent of writing a book and then turning it into film. And I think some people just want to have the good old-fashioned book on the shelf, and that's it. So I think today, since more people are exposed to media film all that social media everything's so accessible now everybody can edit now on your phone and all that stuff i think authors now writing do have that in mind more than likely well you know i want to i want to like put a caveat in there everybody has the ability to use the technology to edit but not everybody is as talented as you everybody can't edit look at that look at that look at that you you, you just you were just feel <laughs> I don't know what you feel with today, man. Billy D. Parkinson, what is going on? I'm I'm, I'm feeling myself. <laughs> I right. see you. All right, Beyonce. <laughs> All right, feeling yourself on that chair earlier. Uh, chill, man. Chill out, man. <laughs> chill out, man. Hey, hey, mind your business. <laughs> Hey, hey! You should have wore your cape today, man. Nah, How come nah, you wear your cape nah, today? Nah, I, nah, I, I, I gotta save something. <laughs> what are you saving the cape for? Special hey, occasion. Special occasion. I'm just letting you know you're getting a good present from me this year. Okay. Uh, I, I haven't gotten around to giving you your present yet. Uh oh. <laughs> but it's coming. I don't feel it's like coming. this is any of our business. <laughs> it's coming. I promise you. This feels- Every, everybody gets a present from me though. You know that. I've given everybody presents. After hearing him talk about capes, I don't. Well, oh, it's gonna be it it's gonna be good. I'm trying to tell you. Who said it was a cape though? I don't know what you're gonna do. I just feel like cape is gonna be involved. <laughs> it, it almost was. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I'm. I might get you this. I might not. But it's scratched off the list, so I can tell you this now. Ah, so I was you're gonna get a little you, nervous right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, um, I was going to get you a cape that said hype man on it, but, uh, I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, um, um, and you, be like, you better wear this. <laughs> Literally. You better wear it. I mean, now that what? we're doing video, uh, what, you better wear it. What, I, like go to Whole Foods in it? What, what's going on? I mean, you could. Yeah. Man, in Nashville, sure. You can do anything you want now. Yeah. Kim used to live in Nashville. You can do that. Uh, can. J- just because you can <laughs> doesn't mean you should. Look, 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 I be doing stuff like little little stuff here and there, right? But I'm saying but, it's a it would have been a gift. Now but, I'm not getting but, you. But, I might get you that, but, but I'm but, not getting you but, what I told but, what but, I want to get you. But, but look, 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 I can't have everybody thinking I'm crazy. <laughs> Only select people. <laughs> Only select people. But you told the world that you wore a cape one time. I mean, not the whole world. Just like, you know, whoever ends up listening to our show. Okay. All right. What's your next question? You Kevin? told America you were a king. Right. You told no. America you were. You told we'll let you know what episode country. that is, Kim. But we, he, he <laughs> said it. He said it. 
And we didn't egg it on. We didn't. We I don't know where it came from. So it ain't like we were like. It wasn't like we were talking about capes or anything. And then he just said, "I got it. I wore a cape one time. I, that didn't happen." See, if you're gonna tell the story, tell the whole story. So I I, I showed up to a business meeting, and I had this cape, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I want to have a super meeting. And then the the lady like laughed at my little corny joke, and I broke the ice, and then we had a, a good meeting after that. I would have threw you out. I uh, mean, <laughs> meetings yeah. adjourned. You came to my production any meeting. You came to production meeting with a cape on, boy. Let me tell you, I, I didn't I didn't come to it with it on. World star would have came right out. I go, what, what do you think me of? I didn't come to it with it on. I think you as a good gentleman. I think you are with a cape. I wasn't gonna say all that. Anyways, Kevin, get back to the anyway, podcast. Anyway. Okay, okay. So, okay, I need you all to put y'all director's hat back on. What is a book that you all have read that you would you would want to direct? Well, they've already done the movie for it. Well, we remixing too now. So oh, okay. Too. Interview with the Vampire. I, I would want to direct that one. Ooh. I I, I, one. I like I like the I like the book better than the movie. To be honest with you. So what was it about the book that it wasn't captured in film? I got to use my imagination a little bit more reading the book. Let's go back to imaginations over here. Shout out. Show, giving out. Shout these, out to imaginations over giving here. Giving out these imaginary shout outs. Okay. But it was it was it was detailed and it was like you can feel the action, feel the 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 energy and everything through the words. I know that's a little crazy, but no, it makes absolute sense. Literally, I can I can I was engaging in the book like I was actually there. So that's what I loved about the book. Now the movie was good too, but the book was was excellent to me. So if I could direct a book into a, in, for a movie, it would definitely be that. Ken, what about you? Actually, I, we covered this book called The Warmth of Other Suns. It's by Isabel Wilkerson. And it's a true story, or it follows three people that migrated black, it's about Black America's migration from the South to the North or West um, during the 60s and 50s, during you know, civil rights and all that. And I think when I was reading that, these people's stories, I was like, this would be an awesome film because they went through so much and overcame, you know, in the end. So I think that would have been actually would be a great film. Garston, you have one. Mm. See, uh, I don't really read a whole lot of uh, fiction. So my, but my favorite nonfiction book of all time is uh, Frankenstein. Okay. So, so it'd be some kind of a uh, Frankenstein derivative, whatever. And, you know, you could tell that story a whole lot of different ways, you know, who's the monster and who's the, uh, you know, whatever. Now, do you think you have more, when you take a nonfiction and put it in the film, do you have more as a director or a screenwriter, have a little bit more artistic freedom, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, you know, like one of the one of the movies is obviously nonfiction. And I, I go to a whole lot is like the big short. Yeah, I know a lot, a lot of people haven't watched that, but I thought that was a, a really good, you know, I thought they did a really good job of like, you know, getting all this like advanced information and putting it to in a palatable form. A palatable form. Um, the Moneyball was another one. Yeah. And then um, there's another movie. Uh, was it? Um, was it Money Men? I think it's Money Men. And it, it's it's crazy. I can't remember the, the lead dude's name, but it's got um, it's got a it's got a bunch of 
uh, actors in it that I, you know, I've seen before, but they're not like, you know, high, high. Um, and it's about the, uh, the guys that actually were the payment processors for the adult film industry, like coming online. And it's, it's very, very interesting. What the main character from Suits is in there. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Not, not the, not the dude that cheated or whatever, but yeah. the, the other cat that brought him in was Har- the one that played Harvey. I know something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was up in there. All right, now, Kim, before we let you go, wanted you to talk about your podcast. Before we sure. let you go. We didn't ask you to sing. Oh, oh my bad. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Oh, Do you, uh, go ahead, Kim. I am so sorry. I am, of course, Kim, as I said, I'm one of the co-hosts of Four Friends in a Book. It's three other friends and myself, and we read books and review them. So we want to promote literacy, of course, in the community and outside. So this podcast is for absolutely everyone. Uh, we pick a book, read it, review it. And also on our podcast, we cover a current topic as well. Usually it's tied to the book. And that's pretty much our podcast. So we would love for you to follow us. We are on Instagram and Facebook as Four Friends in a Book. And we come on every third Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, what birthed this podcast? Well, we were all friends, of course. And we were talking about different books. And then somebody was like, you know what? we should do a podcast and i was like we should and then (laughs) (laughs) in about a month you know we got it done so that's how it started that's how it starts that's how it starts great great ideas are usually very simple you know i have to thank y'all because y'all interviewed me on the podcast and that you know that sparked my because that's my first interview and i was like oh podcasts are fun so you know y'all have a little part in you know Four friends in the book. We, look at that. Look at that. Uh, look we, how God we, works. We like oh. to do that a little bit. We we like to give inspiration just once in a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Especially me. <laughs> especially you. <laughs> especially me. I, I love giving inspiration. Yeah. Do you? you? You're welcome. Do you? You're welcome. Do you? Thank really? Huh? Really? Huh? <laughs> on that. In, anyways, before. No, wait. Hold on. Before we leave, Kim, do you have any film projects that yes. you're working on or you're. Television, writing. I have a film I'm working on. I can't say what it is yet, but I am working on the film and I'm going to try to go full length feature on it. Yes. It is fiction, but look, I'm going to come. When I get it, you know, more solid, I'm going to come back and talk about it. Ooh, secret. Works for me. Ooh, secret. <laughs> Works for me. We love it. We love it. And uh, if you had to punch out an author on the process, please talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. If, if if it's a book going into a film, you know, and you the director on it, like, we'll, <laughs> we'll come out. We'll we'll come out and just watch the show. We'll we'll <laughs> we, we want to watch all the behind the scenes stuff, and we'll be like, oh. someone taps you on the show, it's like I don't think I liked that scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's not how I thought about it in my brain. I didn't ask you, Otis. I didn't ask you. On that note, we're going to leave now. <laughs> Are you sure you. you ready to go? absolutely okay all right thank you once again kim for taking time to talk to us thanks for having me i had fun well we, we try to be fun i once again am kevin mumphrey with my colleagues victoria va jones yeah go ahead <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even try karsten flight man ferguson wow <laughs> man the, the level of this guy <laughs> and that is a wrap yeah it is